0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Tonight we're talking about skinwalkers, specifically the Navajo skinwalker. Of course, there's been a lot of coverage of this topic lately with a new season coming out on the History Channel. But to me, it's a fascinating topic. The first article I'm going to look at is from history.com.uk. It says, Skinwalkers and Other Native American Myths and Legends tells us, the indigenous peoples of North America have complex cultures stemming back thousands of years and varying widely from tribe to tribe. Some folklore tales and myths have become increasingly well-known in recent times. And here, are the first, foremost fascinating it begins with Skinwalkers, the Navajo legend of Skinwalkers has received a lot of attention thanks to the growing notoriety of Skinwalker Ranch, a Utah hotspot of bizarre phenomena whose history we explore in more detail here. The exact origins of the skinwalker mythos remain ambiguous, though they are generally said to have been evil witches with the ability to change their shape or take possession of animals and other people. These ominous abilities are alluded to in the Navajo phrase, ye naldushi, meaning, meaning, with it he goes on all fours, goes on it says, according to some traditions, skinwalkers were once healers and medicine men who were corrupted by their own power and turn to evil. In modern times comparisons are frequently made with the Sith Lords of Star Wars universe. It's also been said that social transgressions and the breaking of tribal taboos can cause anyone to become a skinwalker. Frequently imagined in the form of monstrous coyotes, wolves, and bears, skinwalkers are supremely powerful beings said to be near impossible to kill, although according to widely reported lore a bullet or knife rubbed with white ash may just do the trick. And then there's that famous story on Skinwalker Ranch. Um, I think it was one of the early owners. Him and his son were loading up uh, some cattle, I believe, in a truck. And they talked about this giant dog or wolf-like creature that was kind of wandering around there. And uh, they shot it a couple times and unable to kill it. It just, it just saunters off into the into the distance. It's... A lot of these stories, and I've also heard the stories, of course, where they take the humanoid uh, form, and and those can really be quite disturbing. It says here, the cannibal dwarves of the Great Plains. Okay, we've talked about those. I don't want to get too far into this. I want to stick with the subject of the skinwalkers, and I have another, uh, another one I brought up here. It's from Legends of America, Navajo skinwalkers, witches to the southwest. Says in the Navajo culture, skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. This witch is called Doshi by the Navajo, which translates with it, he goes on all fours. It is just one of several types of Navajo witches and is considered the most volatile and dangerous. I think what's what kind of gets my attention here is in Western culture. We think, you know, from Europe than that that we think of witch as a female almost exclusively, and here they don't seem to uh, differentiate between male or female. I mean, it doesn't seem to matter if if the individual is a man or a woman. They they just refer to them a as a witch, or in this case, skinwalker. Either way, it says for the Navajo people, witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality and one of the ways of their lives as such witchcraft has long been part of their culture history and traditions witches exist alongside humans and are not supernaturals and i see of course in the western culture this is just the opposite we view uh witchcraft as a i suppose is a uh, portal into uh supernatural and that's why you know especially coming from a, a christian dogma people are, are encouraged to stay away from it because of the dangers the Navajo believe there are places where the powers of both good and evil are present and that those powers can be harnessed for either medicine men utilize these powers to heal and aid members of their communities while those who practice Navajo witchcraft seek to direct the spiritual forces to cause harm or misfortune to others. This type of Navajo witch is known as the witchery way. Which uses human corpses in various ways, such as tools from the bones and concoctions that are used to curse, harm, or kill intended victims. It almost sounds a little bit like voodoo to me. You know, where they're they're getting into this into this whole thing where they're using body parts to. It's, it's like it's like the power of maybe some sort of residual power they feels left over from the human body, and they're using those parts when when they want to affect a curse on someone and it must be strange it seems almost like a totally foreign concept to me that that religion uh, believes uh, in good and evil which i think pretty much all religions do but how the navajo view this is both coming you know both located in the same place and then it being the choice of the uh, witch to decide or the medicine man don't want to be a do i want to be a witch and use this for evil or To hurt people, or they want to be a medicine man and use this to heal people. They seem to be kind of almost a little blasé about it. It seems strange to me. Goes on and says the knowledge of those of these powers is passed down from the elders through the generations. The Navajo are part of a larger culture area that also includes the Pueblo people, Apache, Hopi, Ute, and other groups that also have their own versions of the Skinwalker, but each includes a malevolent which capable of transforming itself into an animal. And I think it's been some time ago, but we talked about the Oot on here, and I believe that, that, that they were the ones that inhabited that area where the Skinwalker Ranch is located at, were the last, I believe they were the last uh, Native Americans to live there. Among these tribes, a number of stories and descriptions have been told throughout the years about the Skinwalkers. Sometimes these witches evolved from living their lives as respected healers or spiritual guides who later chose to use their powers for evil. Though they can be either male or female, they are more often male. They walk freely among the tribe during the day and secretly transform under the cover of night. It's almost like the werewolf stories are that we hear, you know, from from the Middle Ages. In order to become a skinwalker, he or she must be initiated by a secret society that requires the evilest of deeds. The killing of a close family member, most often a sibling, oh my. After this task has been completed, the individual then acquires supernatural powers, which gives them the ability to shape shift into animals. Most often they are seen in the form of coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears, but can't take the shape of any animal. They then wear the skins of the animals they transform into Hence the name Skinwalker. Hmm. Sometimes they also were animal skulls or antlers atop their heads, which brought them more power. They choose what animal they wanted to turn into depending on the abilities needed for a particular task, such as speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, and teeth, etc. They might transform again, trying to escape from pursuers. Goes on, it says, because of this, the Navajo consider Navajo consider it taboo for its members to wear the pelt of any predatory animal. However, sheepskin leather and buckskins are acceptable. It's interesting. Skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of human victims. If a person locks eyes with them, and, or after taking control, the witch can make its victim do and say things that they wouldn't otherwise do. Wow. Once, that they were, once they were shape shifted, one way that others could tell that they were not a real animal is that their eyes are very different than those of the animal. Instead, their eyes are very human. And when lights are shined on them, they turn bright red. Now, I find that fascinating because we have the same phenomenon with a lot of Bigfoot sightings where they tell us people say that they've seen uh, the red eyes and even some alien encounters. It goes on, says, alternatively, when they are in human form, their eyes look more like animals. It's interesting. The evil society of the witches gather in dark caves or secluded places for several purposes, to initiate new members, plot their activities, harm people from a distance with black magic, and perform dark ceremonial rites. These ceremonies are similar to other tribal affairs, including dancing, feast, rituals, and painting were corrupted with dark connotations. The evildoers are also said to engage in necrophilia with female corpses, commit cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. During these gatherings, the skinwalkers shape shift into their animal forms or go about naked wearing only beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint. The leader of the skinwalker is usually an old man who is very powerful and long who is a very powerful and long lived skinwalker. Now that's kind of creepy. That makes me think of uh, uh, Tyler, the guy from *Skinwalker*, he was given that story. And it's online. I talked about, it, I think, in my last episode where he's talking to George Knapp. He talks about being in the trailer there when they're filming the *Skinwalker* ant series, and he t- describes it as a waking dream. It sounded pretty real to me. He says the old Indian walked in and uh, shook his head, no, and it reached out and touched the uh, Travis Tyler touched the side of his uh, cheek, and his had he had like you call it stima- stigmata where that thing blit for like a couple days or something it took a while to heal up it's and this happened right after they'd had a rabbi out attempting to open a porthole well maybe they didn't get the portal open and that's almost that's like the description right there like if there were skinwalkers in that area it's exactly what i would think of when i was thinking of wow this could be like the leader of the skinwalkers. so they're talking about like an organized group kind of like their own uh I guess you would almost called satanic deep state very very strange it says skinwalkers also have other powers including reading others minds controlling their thoughts and behavior causing disease and illness destroying property even death those who have talked on their encounters with these evil beings describe a number of ways to know if a skinwalker is near they make sounds around homes such as knocking on windows banging on walls and scraping noises on the roof on some occasions They've been spied peering through the windows. More often, they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. It's weird. It reminds me of of, a, of an event that my folks told me about when I was a kid. It happened back in the early 60s. They were on Nagata Road. I mean, they were going back to my my mom's house. She was still in high school. And uh, they saw what looked like a person slash apparition it was a woman wearing long white floating clothes running across the pasture cornfield there dragging chains and they said she jumped across that wire fence just like a deer and you know you wonder it's it's almost like this uh, paranormal crossover of course you know i live in a rural area there were uh, native americans here before the whites came in sometimes you kind of wonder if some of these folks are still left over it says it is said that in, in addition to being able to shapeshift, the skinwalker is also able to control the creatures of the night, such as wolves and owls, and to make them do its bidding. Some are able to call up the spirits of the dead and reanimate the corpses to attack their enemies. Because of this, the Indians rarely ventured out alone. Its supernatural powers are uncanny, as they are said, to run faster than a car and have the ability to jump high cliffs, they are extremely fast, agile, possible to catch and leave tracks that are larger than those of any animal. When they have been fat, when they have been seen, they have been described as not quite human, not fully animal. They are usually naked, but some have reported seeing the creature wearing tattered shirts or jeans. The Skinwalker kills out of greed, anger, envy, spite, or revenge. It also robs grapes for personal wealth and to collect much-needed ingredients for use in black magic. These witches live on the unexpe- on the unexpired lives of their victims, and they must continually kill or perish themselves. And that sounds very much like a vampire, where they're having to feed off the energy of the blood. Skinwalkers and other witches have long been blamed for all manner of unexpected struggles and tragedies. Through the years, including sickness, drought, poor crops, and sudden deaths, even small Smaller individual problems such as windstorms during dances, the alienation of affection by mates, the death of the livestock, and the reversal of fortune were often believed to be the work of a witch. This was the most apparent this was most apparent with the Navajo witch purge in eighteen seventy eight, which initially evolved from a cultural response to so many people moving across onto their lands. After a series of wars with the US Army, the Navajo were expelled from their land and forced to march to Bosque Redondo, Fort Summer in New Mexico and what is known as the Long Walk of the Navajo in 1864. There the people suffered from bad water, failed crops, illness and death, reducing their numbers dramatically. After four years, the government finally admitted they had made a mistake and the Navajo were allowed to return to their homeland in the Four Corners area. During these years, many of the tribe's members were said to have turned to shape-shifting to escape the terrible conditions. In the meantime, The rest of the tribe were convinced that that their gods had deserted them. Once the people had returned to the homeland, their conditions improved, but the dreaded skinwalkers, for whom they blamed for their years on the bleak reservation, were still among them. Accusations of witchcraft and the hunting of the skinwalkers began. When someone found a collection of witch artifacts wrapped in a copy of the Treaty of 1868, the tribal members unleashed deadly consequences. The Navajo Witch Purge occurred in 1878 in which 40 Navajo suspected witches were killed in order to restore harmony and balance for the tribe. Today, most of the tales of sightings of these witches do not include death or injury, but rather are more trickster-like. Numerous people have told stories of swift animals running alongside their vehicles, matching their speed. After a short period, however, they run off into the wilderness. Along the way, these animals sometimes turn into a man who sometimes bangs on the hood, Another story tells of a man who was making repairs on an old ranch home. When he began to hear loud laughter coming from the nearby sheep pens, thinking he was alone, he went to investigate and found all the sheep but one huddled in one corner of the pen. However, there was a lone ram separated from the group that was standing upright and laughing in a very human manner. Wow! After the man locks eyes with the ram, he sees that his eyes are not that of an animal, but very like a human's. The animal then casually walked on all four legs. Some say they have seen them running through the, the night, sometimes turning into a fiery ball, leaving streaks of color behind them. Others have seen angry looking humanoid figures looking down on them with cliffs, mountains, and mesas. He says, says some, <clears throat> in, the 18, in the 1980s, one of the most notable events occurred when a family was driving through the Navajo reservation and they slowed to make a sharp curve. Something jumped from the ditch. It was described as black hair and wore a shirt and pants. A few days after this event, at their home in Flagstaff, Arizona, the family was awakened to the sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home were three forms of of men outside their fence. However, these shadowy creatures were seemingly unable to climb the fence and soon left. It's another one of those situations where it's almost like it's too parallel realities or universes just side by side they're there and we're here we can see them, but we can't contact them, which i don't know why you'd want to these events have occurred in the four corners the area southwest of colorado southeast of utah northeast of arizona and northwest new mexico in the 1990s a ranch in northeast utah far away from the Nav- far away from the navajo reservation became the partial focus of the Skinwalkers, called the Sherman Ranch, the Skinwalker Ranch, and the UFO Ranch. This place has a history of UFOs, aliens, cattle mutilations, and crop circles. Located near the Ute Indian Reservation, these people have long thought that the Navajo put curse on their tribe and retribution for many perceived transgressions, and then since then, the Skinwalkers have plagued the Ute people. That's interesting i have heard several they've heard similar stories among um uh, the cherokee how when they were had the forced march from uh, with georgia and south north carolina and all that that some of the people were angry at the other people because they said that if they had immigrated with the whites this wouldn't have happened but because they had chose to stay uh, independent tribe uh, and i think they even uh, warred against the whites in the war of 1812 that this is why they were they were being driven on this reservation and lost their homelands, and so there was this great division about uh, why decisions had been made the way they'd been made and how that could have been done different and how this could have been avoided. And out of all that, uh, all of that friction and all of that uh, angst, this whole Skinwalker culture had evolved among the Comanches, and there was just all this uh, anger and regret. Very kind of a sad thing, really. Goes on and says, Witchcraft represents the antithesis of Navajo cultural values and is not tolerated. They work to avoid it, prevent it, and cure it and cure it in their daily behaviors. However, when it exists, their laws have ways their laws have always said that when a person becomes a witch, they have forfeited their humanity and their right to exist, so they should be killed. Sounds like pretty serious business to me. However, skinwalkers are notoriously hard to kill, and attempts are usually unsuccessful. Trying to kill one will often result in the witch seeking revenge. Successfully killing generally requires the assistance of a powerful shaman who knows spells and rituals that can turn the skinwalker's evil back upon itself. Another alternative is to shoot the creature with bullets that have been dipped into white ash. However, the shot must hit the witch in the neck or the head. That seems odd to me because the skinwalker has been on, around a long time before um, the natives were introduced to bullets. <laughs> Traditionally, the Navajo will not speak with outsiders about these creatures for fear of retribution by the skinwalkers. For that matter, it is taboo subject among the natives themselves. Now, this reminds me of something that uh, that, that Travis had said. Travis Tyler, whatever his name is, he said the experiences they'd had at Skinwalker Ranch and how there was kind of a hitchhiker effect. Uh, this sounds like basically a real negative energy following them home. And that he even commented that they really didn't like to talk about it too much because it made it seem worse. It almost, like it instigated this uh, negative paranormal activity. And I think that's what the natives are saying here is that they would just really not talk about it because it, it, it might make it... Uh, even more likely to reoccur now that article that we're just reading from comes from legends of America and you can find that on legendsofamerica.com there's one last one I want to take just a quick look at here the terror of the skinwalker the native American boogeyman and this can be found at the rivercityghost.com America is a hodgepodge of cultures traditions folklore tales and nasty critters of the deep we simply love to collect monsters and boogeyman from other regions. This great plane of the country, a blank slate, if you like, had an ingrained quality that most other re- religions lacked. There wasn't an all-encompassing religious dogmatic belief, not a single, not a single one-of-a-kind deistic system. Not only that, but most other natives had separate governmental... Attra- 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 Autocracies. Each tribe had their own gods, their own trade unions, their own political echelon. There was no empire, no Ottomans, no Brits, no Spaniards, nothing. Just small, roaming, sometimes nomadic people. Then, when the Europeans came, it was a free for all. America was split into bite sized bits of monarchy, and everyone plus their grandmother had a stake in it the Dutch, the French, the rich the Spaniards, and each and every one of them brought along their traditions and folklore beliefs. Over time, things sort of melted together and even better and even better we started having iconic stories about and tall tales paul bunyan blah 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 yeah and then it goes on and says what is skinwalker the skinwalker is an ancient native american legend that takes on various forms across tribes and navajo lore a skinwalker or ye now is a is a kind of wicked sorcerer who can transform into occupy or disguise themselves as an animal. The myth behind the shape-shifting being known as a Skinwalker has mostly been consigned to the label of either hoax, too much piety, or simply oral traditions, transfect the cultural belief. Yeah, I don't believe that. I think that people probably believe in the Skinwalker because they've had some strange, uh, disconcerting paranormal experience. goes on here and says, some customs hold tight to the belief The skinwalkers are produced when a medicine man abuses magic for evil. When they corrupt the natural order of things, the medicine man, now an entity for evil, becomes a Sith Lord. He or she is given awesome powers by the pollution. These powers differ from from tradition to tradition. The few things this malicious transformation does have through all tribes is the Sith Lords now command over another beast, their ability to turn into different animals, and their capacity to possess other people from the tribe that does seem to be true well and he goes on talks a little bit about how the native population doesn't really like to talk about it um they don't like to see it uh really come up in movies or pop culture. or it is kind of their thing and i i can see their point i can see their point it's it's one of those things it is a really you have i think one of the more disturbing current normal out there just the thought that the whole thing about in order to become a skinwalker this person usually i suppose has to be in some sort of desperate desperate state or some sort of desperate state of mind but the fact that they have to kill a loved one it's almost like the opposite of um, the christian sacrifice or the sacrifice story that we see in, in a lot of religions where Someone's giving up their own life to save others. In this case, they're taking a life so that they can transform into this skinwalker, this evil witch. It, I think it, it reminds me a lot of the vampire stories where, and then once they become this skinwalker, they have to continually uh, kill people to steal the life force out of that person, just like the vampire does. But with the skinwalker, uh it, it's so much more organic i mean they talked about it how it converts itself into different animals they complete different tasks and i have to say that with i've read so many skinwalker um encounters that i don't know what it is but there's something there and just like this guy with the history channel talking about that that elderly native american man visiting you and just being there in his trailer and on set and it was like yeah that's that's something that's supernatural it's paranormal uh it's kind of got it's kind of got a mean side to it and it, I, you can call it real or not real but it happened to me and with these native American stories i think that we're just getting the tip of the iceberg of it because the people that this phenomenon belong to prefer not to talk about it and Considering how they were treated, you know, over the centuries, you really can't blame them for that. But is it real? Well, there's something there. So that is the story of the Navajo Skinwalker. There's other tribes have their version of the Skinwalker, which I think are also equally interesting. Super interesting stuff, super fun to learn about, but what I want to be a Skinwalker... I don't think so. (laughs) Hey, if you get a chance, stop by the YouTube channel, UFO Warning channel over there. I've been getting some people signed up. It's been a lot of fun putting some small short stuff on there. And uh, if you like the show, you can leave a comment. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.